Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. Injection utilizes the new Deep Six standard for more big game penetration than ever before. Learn more about the injection today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Editor Christian Byrne. All right, welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and today uh, we're going to be playing a little bit of Santa Claus. It is mid-December, hard to believe. Christmas is just a couple weeks away, and uh, all us bowhunters are going to be looking for some uh, outdoors goodies under the tree and shortly after the holidays we, we here uh, at the magazine will be off to the archery trade show in Nashville early January to see all the brand new bow hunting gear for 2014 we just wrapped up production of our 2014 new gear guide that'll be on newsstands uh, right around the first of February you'll want to make sure to get out and pick your copy up and uh, see more than 300 new products that we've put together I've got associate editor Drew Pellman on the line Drew is my right-hand man and we along with uh, several of our field editors have spent The last couple months, Drew, scouring, uh, dare we say, the world over for every single new bow hunting product we could get our hands on. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Uh, We put this together, uh, over 300 products in the magazine over the course of uh, about two, two and a half months, and now it's all done and over with. We just can't wait to get down to Nashville this year and head through the aisles and get a first-hand look at all these products. That's right, because we've been looking at photographs and press releases and talking to these companies, and so we've kind of seen all this stuff, Drew. But we haven't we haven't really seen uh, seen it, you know, with our hands. We've we've looked with our eyes, but we haven't touched with our hands. So that's going to be fun. Um, we've got our gear guide. Uh, for those who are familiar with the magazine, you know, we do this every year and uh, we organize it into nine sections. And we thought just to give you a little tease for what you can expect when you get your uh, March Peterson's bow hunting in the mail, you know, we'd highlight some of the, the top products. So we're just going to run through and we're going to run through uh, in the order of appearance in the magazine. Up first, uh, probably no surprise, is bows. And uh, bows is kind of a interesting category uh, for the gear guide because, of course, back in the day, most of the manufacturers, Drew, would launch new models right there at the, the ATA show in January. And that's kind of a uh, a tradition gone by the wayside. Nowadays, it seems like uh, bows have kind of become like automobiles. You know, you can go out in uh, September or October and buy a 2014, uh, you know, Toyota or Ford. And, and now it seems like you can do just about the same thing with these bows. Everybody's coming out in October. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, it used to be uh, just three, four years ago when I started here that we could head to the ATA show and really get a first look at all the new technology and ideas and innovation that go into making these brand new bows possible and then all the accessories and things that go with that. But, you know, I'm not sure if we, if we have one this coming year that we haven't at least got some kind of a look at. So it's uh, becoming quicker and quicker every year to get their uh, flagship bows out for the year. And uh, I don't see that trend changing anytime soon. 
But one thing we still look for every year, of course, with these bows and, uh, you know, is how the technology continues to evolve. And, you know, just to hit a few of the highlights for this year, of course, uh, everybody knows about the carbon riser bows that Hoyt has been making. Uh, of course, they came out with the carbon, um, the carbon matrix and... Um, that created uh, uh, quite a big splash, and uh, they, they built around that platform. Um, they've got a brand new uh, redesign. I guess I guess brand new might be a bit of a stretch. It still uses the carbon tubes, but they've got they've they've changed it up and they've completely redesigned the platform. They've got what's called a, a flex tune carbon riser. Uh, on this new Carbon Spider series, and it's it's pretty futuristic look, looking, Drew. I mean, it's really pretty eye-catching. Probably, in my opinion, the, the most, uh, you know, visually eye-catching just for its uniqueness. You know, there's nothing else really quite like that from a visual perspective on the market this year. And, and I know from shooting um, the Carbon Bows that, Hoyt's been putting out they're really quiet they're really dead in hand and if they've taken that to a, another level you know with this carbon spider I'm I'm eager you know to get a chance to shoot it in the test lanes at ATA because it's been a winner for them you know in the last several years and and it's it'll be interesting to see what they do with it for 2014 Drew what do you, what were what are your thoughts on that Yeah you know it's interesting we hear each and every year about taking their game to the next level. And we hear this with all the companies. A little bit of a new look, a change here, a change there. But this year with um, with the new Carbon Spider here, I mean, I'm really anxious to get down to Nashville, as I said before, and get my first uh, hands-on experience with these bows. That's one of the highlights of the show. Uh, every, every one of these manufacturers has a uh, shooting range set up there, and you could take your shots and start feeling what you like, what you don't like, and some of the new technologies. It's really one of the big benefits of being there uh, before before any of the public gets to see any of these. And I'm real excited to see uh, what Hoyt's done and all the other manufacturers, too, for that matter, but specifically Hoyt with uh, taking the next level up the ladder here with their carbon lineup. Yeah, and just... Uh... You know, obviously that stuff is up uh, now on Hoyt.com. You can see the Carbon Spider line. Um, but just real quick, that's available in three versions. They've got a 30-inch uh, for the guys like me who like the compact bows, a 34-inch, which probably Drew would pick if we gave him his choice. Uh, you know, if you're looking for a little more uh, stability. And uh, they've got a 33-inch turbo version, which gives you you know, a few more feet per second, but it's all built around um, that same basic design. It's it's the new Z5 cam and a half system on that. And, and of course, those carbon bows being top of the line, um, you know, they'll set you back a little bit too. That's a $1,499 bow. So that's, that's at the very top end of the compound bow world. And speaking of top end, uh, Matthews is a name that you certainly have to mention when you're talking about top end in the compound bow world. They've uh, they've kind of built uh, on a on a popular platform too. Of course, the Creed did so well for them this past year. Uh, now they've got the Creed XS, which is a lighter, smoother version of the uh, of the original. Uh, 321 uh, feet per second and only 28 inches between the axles, and that just 
that's an ongoing trend, Drew. It seems like these bows are just getting shorter and shorter. And uh, if you hunt in, in tight quarters, there's certainly no shortage of choices out there in the bow world. No, shorter and shorter in addition to faster and faster and lighter and lighter. You know, every everybody wants to go smooth. Everyone wants to go light. Everybody wants to go quiet, and for good reason. And there's a lot of good choices out there. And um, I, I certainly know you are a big uh, big fan of the the shorter bows and and as you said earlier my axle to axle uh, preference would be a little bit longer and boy you, you really don't have to look too far to uh, find a bow that's going to fit your personal preferences that's for sure yeah i like a little bit of the shorter bows because i'm a little bit of a shorter guy so um uh, you know it, it, it is what it is but yeah there's there's a lot of options out there and speak speaking of options i mean another thing we were joking around about this earlier today I, I was saying how i like to have everything you know real coordinated i'm not much of a fashion a fashion guy when it comes to my wardrobe day to day but when it comes to my bow hunting stuff you know i'm really particular and man you look at the finish options uh you know this the matthews has this new crimson which is a black and red they've got a, a a desert tactical which is like a sand and black and Hoyt is doing some amazing things with their accessories with all these different neon colors these bow companies are getting serious when it comes to style drew yeah from from strings to peeps to sights to quivers uh you name it there there's so many different colors you can mix and match or or as you said you could uh make it at your own personal preference of a look you know and uh, they're sure giving you the option to do pretty much whatever you want with it. If there's a if there's a color scheme that you want to put on a bow, you can sure find it. Absolutely. Um, just want to hit a few other highlights quickly in the bow category before we move on to the next the next category. I wanted to talk a little bit about the PS, PSE's uh, X Force platform. They've got a number of models that they've been building uh, out of that platform every year. And they've got one new for 2014 called the Full Throttle. And this thing has an IBO speed rating of 370 feet per second, Drew. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> no. In a word, no. Um, and that, we talked about the shooting ranges a little bit earlier. I can tell you without a doubt that's going to be one of the first ones I stop at because 30, 370 feet per second, uh, there was a time when you got over 300 and it was just unbelievable. And now you're, you're approaching 400 with, with a compound bow in your hands. And that's, that's just, uh, that's hard to believe and I can't wait to see it. And that sucker's got a, I, th I believe it's a five and three quarter inch brace height. So, and yet PSE is saying that it's really pretty shootable. So like you said, we got to get over to that shooting range and check it out for ourselves because, um, you know, the reputation that speed bows have had historically. And of course, a lot of that has changed, you know. Um, I mean, that full throttle pushes the envelope, obviously. It's the fastest compound bow out there. But of course, there's lots of really fast bows nowadays that are, that are uh, you know, great fun to shoot and, and perfectly great choices for hunting. So, you know, it'll be It'll be interesting to see how we how we feel about that. Maybe we should we'll have to follow up. Uh, I'm sure maybe we'll do like a high grade bow test or something on that uh, sometime in the spring or summer and give people a closer look at that the ultimate speed bow and and give them a little bit more insight on what that thing's really like. Yeah, the the I can only imagine what it is, and uh, we will definitely have to let everybody know uh, that that's just an astronomical number in. Uh, 
in in my one track mind. You know, I just never seen anything like it. And uh, I'm straight out of Missouri. You got to show me. <laughs> it's, your family is from Missouri, anyway, right? <laughs> That's right. It's the Pelman clan. Um, <laughs> Two other quick notes. You know, I wanted to touch on Bear. Uh, Bear Archery, in my mind, is a company that, man, if you look at what Bear Archery has done in the last 10 years and how far they've come with their their bow lineup, wow. I mean, just just have had some great innovations and have, you know, moved themselves firmly into that, that top tier of bow manufacturers in the marketplace. And they they've done some neat things. They've got a new riser design this year where they've incorporated some some rubber dampening components right into the the frame of the riser. Uh, they've got a new cable guard system um, that's kind of uh, unique. And uh, again, they they continue to um, experiment or you know evolve with their cams. They've got a new H13 hybrid cam system. Uh, that's really producing some some great speeds too. Their top of the line bow is called the Agenda, and and the way that they're positioning this bow and what they explained to me is that it's really designed to be sort of the ultimate all-around hunting bow. It's fast, it's smooth, and it's quiet. So it's shootable and powerful. It's got a 350 foot per second speed rating so you know as incredible as like 370 is for that full throttle i mean 350 is awfully darn fast um, that's on a six inch brace height that's the agenda six and uh that cam system which gives a smooth draw cycle so they're doing some neat stuff and you know who else is doing some really neat things too is a, uh, another company that's been you know, generating more and more buzz in recent years is Elite Archery. And they've got a new bow called the Energy that um, they are so confident in that bow that they're calling it the world's most shootable bow. So again, we're seeing companies trying to hit that sweet spot where, you know, it used to be, Drew, you'd you either wanted a bow that was really fast or you wanted a bow that was really smooth, you know, and it was kind of an either or. And now it seems like companies are saying, uh, you don't have to sacrifice. And that's a great marketing proposition, right, for the consumer, you know, for a company to be able to tell the consumer, right, you can have it all. That's 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 what everybody wants, right? All. That's right. As long as it's a uh, good uh, good killer out in the field and it feels right to you. Man, that's really all you need. And if you market that it can get out there and, and play with the best of them, you, you take one one to five shots with them uh, in the shooting range, and you know whether it's going to work for you or not. It's a, it's one of the cool things that some of the companies here are doing. As you mentioned, Bear, um, Bear with their uh, rejuvenated um, effort and technology here the past couple of years, Elite is year after year one of the – one of the smoothest, in my opinion, uh, smoothest bows that I shoot at the show. So a lot of these companies that kind of fly under the radar a little bit um, that probably should not do so. They should be they should be talked up there with uh, with the best. Uh, they they fly under the radar a little bit and not for not for uh, any sacrifice that they're putting onto their equipment. Yeah, yeah, that Elite Energy, that's an available in a 32 or 35 inch axle to axle versions. So again, you can have your shorter or longer uh, uh, bow configuration. And it's uh, what they did, it's a, it's a brand new riser design, and it allowed them to get a little more 
a more parallel limb configuration, so that's going to cancel out noise and vibration, so that's why you're going to get uh, a quieter bow out of that, and a brand new energy cam uh, for really, really smooth, uh, efficient shooting, so that, that uh, I think that's going to be a real winner for him, and um, it's got a speed rating up to 335 feet per second, so it's no slouch in the speed department, too. And, and that'll it, also be available in 32 or 35 inches axle-to-axle there. Right, right. So any other thoughts in the bow category, Drew? We spent uh, spent a little bit of time on that, but not surprisingly. I mean, bows are obviously the glamour category in bow hunting, but uh, I don't want to... Of course, we didn't cover every... Oh, there is one more thing. Martin, Drew. Martin Archery. Um we just wanted to mention for those who haven't heard, you know, Martin had fallen on some hard times, but they've got new ownership in there, and uh, we've been talking to them, and they've got uh, they've got new product line coming out for 2014. Uh, they just recently unveiled a new logo. Uh, they've got some uh, fresh capital infused in the business, and I'm actually really eager to see what uh, Martin has in store for for 2014. It's just good to see that. That Martin has, uh, you know, is going to be continuing to uh, be on the archery landscape because they've been around for a long time. They've got a, a great history, solid product line, and I think that we're going to hopefully see a renaissance similar to what we saw from Bear, which which really wasn't in all that different of a situation not so many years ago, Drew. And they got some new ownership. They got uh, some fresh capital injected into the company and, and really, you know, have made a great stride since then. So I just wanted to mention that uh, Martin is going to be back and hopefully better than ever for 2014. Yeah, one thing about Martin, too, is uh, they, they've always offered their offered their bows uh, and their quality bows at a competitive price. So if you're, if you're a working man out there and can't afford one of these brand new $1,400 uh, carbon risers and uh, the lightest, the fastest. Uh, Martin always has been there, and it, it'll get the job done, and that's one of its best qualities. Uh, for the working man, for the for the person who can't go out there and just spend a fortune on their bow hunting equipment, Martin was always there, and it's good to hear they'll be back for more of that. Yeah, and the bow that we've got in the gear guide is their 2014 Alien, and they're saying that's got the sleekest, lightest riser in Martin history. It's got a 7-inch brace height, 335 foot-per-second uh, speed rating. It's got Nitro 3 hybrid cams and uh, X4 twin limbs. It's a pretty pretty cool-looking bow, and uh, I think it's going to do well for him, and I wish him the best as we head into the, the new year. Let's jump up to crossbows because we got to keep this thing moving. We, we, got, we just get too excited about this stuff, Drew. We talk all day. That's what we do. That's what we do. We're archery geeks, and we pretty much do this. Eight hours a day, five days a week, 52 weeks a year, except for when we're hunting. We're on vacation, right? Yeah, if we can't get excited about this stuff, we're in the wrong business. That's right. That's right. Hey, crossbows, man. I'll tell you what. What a trend we are seeing with crossbows, and this is across the board. Of course, popularity of crossbows is exploding, you know, and we're seeing, matter of fact, just uh, yesterday, Drew, I don't think I told you this. Got a press release. Guess who? Guess which state jumped onto the crossbow bandwagon? Huh. Well, most of them have by now. Which one? It's a big. I'm gonna. Drew's a big, uh, Big Ten football fan. It's a, it's a Big Ten <laughs> state. It's a Big Ten state in the northern uh, half of the geography of that. 
No, we have to be talking about uh, Minnesota or Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> Absolutely. <we> go. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> yeah, the governor of Wisconsin just signed into law yesterday new uh, legislation. Crossbows will be legal hunting tools for all of Wisconsin archery season starting in 2014. So Badger State's going horizontal for 2014, and you can just add that to the ever-growing list. So opportunities for crossbow hunters are expanding, and man, the marketplace is just racing to meet that demand. And, and the big thing that I'm seeing this year, and, and we can highlight that with a brand new line from Carbon Express, they've got a new line of intercept crossbows, and there's several models in the line, but everything is based on customization and adjustability. You know, it used to be with these crossbows that these whole, uh, the stock and, you know, foregrip was all like just one piece, Drew. And, and so everything was kind of set in stone when you took it off the shelf. And if it fits you, that was great. And if it didn't fit you, well, that was too bad. And man, I'll tell you, that's the thing of the past. Everything now, it seems like, you know, there's adjustable stocks and adjustable foregrip positions and different uh, forend, you know, handle grips that you can add on if you like. And they've got uh, Picatinny rails on, on the top so you can move your scope uh, forward or back so you have just enough eye relief for how the bow fits you. And uh, it's actually pretty cool. I, I mean, I know neither you nor I are, are huge crossbow guys. It's not like we do a ton of crossbow hunting, but, you know, I've played with these things uh, quite a bit at a couple of the industry events over the last couple of years. I killed my very first animal with the crossbow this past summer. Uh, I shot a pig down in Florida, and uh, it, these things are actually kind of cool, man. They really are, and you, you were spot on there. These are uh, not, not our grandfather's crossbows uh, they're a, they're a whole lot different they there's a just a ton of technology that goes into these things and boy I'll tell you what they they're they're not they're not heavy anymore some of these some of these crossbows are you know 6 to 9 pounds they're they're getting they're getting light in weight uh the draw cycle is uh uh while you're cocking is not is not hard so anybody can do it from from uh, kids to the elderly uh, who want to stay in the woods a few years longer. It's it's really a good deal that's coming along here, and I'm with you. I, I killed my first animal with a crossbow in uh, in March. I killed a turkey in Nebraska and really had a fun time doing it. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing to learn more, more and more about these tools that are bound to stay stay around in our industry industry to uh, for a good long time here. Oh, there's no doubt it's been a... I mean, I realize that the there certainly isn't unanimity within the bow hunting community about these things, but from an industry perspective, well, they've sure been a blessing to uh, to the archery industry. And, uh, you know, just about every major manufacturer is involved on the crossbow end of things. I mean, look, you've got we've got crossbows in here from Mission, which is part of Matthews and uh, PSE and, uh, um, you know, pretty much look across the board, you know, Dart and Parker. Um, you know, they, people have their hands in it, and of course, everybody from the from the arrow manufacturers, the broadhead makers, the accessory makers. I mean, crossbows are are pretty firmly entrenched in in our world at this point. Um, PSE's got some got some neat stuff with their crossbows too. They've got a new Tac Elite. If you want to go super tactical, <laughs> that's uh, just just kind of a actually operates on an an AR 
uh, platform. It has a really crisp trigger mechanism uh, and everything from super high-end tactical stuff right down to, you know, a more conventional uh, design, you know. That's the other nice thing about crossbows is you don't have to pay, like, a big pile of money to get a, a good hunting bow. Um, you know, some of these some of these options are, you know, just a, a few hundred dollars. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's really, you get a lot for your money, I think, in the crossbow market. And you can still get some of these adjustable features, some of the, the rails and things like that, so you can customize them as you like. Let's jump over to arrows and broadheads, Drew. You were kind of our point man on that, and I've been doing most of the talk, and I need a drink. Tell me what's new in the, in, in the arrow and broadhead world. Well, first and foremost, probably you have to uh, start with the new uh, the new injection um, FMJ, the Full Metal Jacket from Easton. Uh, the the FMJ is one of Easton's most popular arrows. It's been for a number of years now, as everybody knows, and and of course, the Deep Six technology uh, for uh, smaller shafts and deeper penetration has come on real big here in the last two years. Uh, so uh, the new uh, the new FMJ is now compatible uh, with the Deep, deep Six uh, technology, so you can get a Deep Six FMJ. Everybody's real excited about that. Um, then we have a, a couple, uh, couple of different things. Um, some we can tell you about, some we can't. With uh, with lighted knocks, um, you know there are going to be a couple different com- companies coming out with uh, new lighted knocks for 2014, uh, some of which is just just super cool, um, some technology that we really haven't seen before in uh, in this end of the industry. And um, I think we Christian, can give I don't know. Can, I don't know how much we can say. I don't think we can give a little more of a tease than that. <laughs> and you know, it's only going to be another couple of weeks. This stuff is going to be out. And, and we did we did get a competing magazine that 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 had an ad from that company in there. So let's just say that one of the leading manufacturers of lighted knocks is going to be offering a, a never before seen all-in-one unit that combines the lighted knock and the fletching in one piece so that rather than trying to deal with you know installing the lighted knock aftermarket you can just take the whole thing onto the back of your arrow and I guess uh, it's going to steer it and light it, and and it's going to do it all in one. And to be honest with you, Drew, I don't think there's we can say too much more than that because I'm not even sure I understand exactly how that <laughs> thing is going to attach to the arrow because I haven't seen anything more than a picture yet. Well, it's so different, you know. I mean, how how is anybody to know exactly what we're looking at until we get our hands on it down in Nashville? But uh, the the concept. Um, that we see in in the ads and the the little bit of uh, editorial that we've been given so far, it just looks like nothing we've ever seen before, and uh, obviously can't wait to take a look at that and try them out next year. Yeah, and um, I'll tell you what, uh, along the same lines of just new and different, you know, um, you know, it used to be that like when the average bow hunter like me needed arrows, you know, I had to go to the pro shop. Or because I, I didn't have any way to fletch them at home, you know, in the sense I've got a couple of jigs and I can do that. But most guys aren't going to, you know, most bow hunters, to be honest with you, might go their whole life and never own a fletching jig. And so they're going to have most of their arrows built 
for them at the local pro shop or they're going to buy them fletched and just cut them down at home and glue the inserts in. But man, are we seeing some cool stuff in the fletching world or what? Talk to me about these new one piece uh, vein options that are out there now. Yeah, we have at least two of them here, uh, one from New Archery Products and one from Boning. Uh, I, I've actually had the, the chance to test the, the stretch fletch from, from Boning Archery. Um, and what they are, are uh, they are blazer veins that you just simply pull down over the shaft. Uh, they consist of a, a 2 and 7 eighth inch molded sleeve uh, with, like I said, blazer veins on a 3 degree right helical. Um, Simple as that. Uh, so I was like, skeptical. So it's like a tube uh, that I was slides skept- over the shaft. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's no, a tube. What's that, that? It's like a tube that slides over the arrow, right? With the- Absolutely. And with your uh, with your uh, blazer vein, uh, I would have never thought it, but it is a blazer vein. You slide it right over the shaft, position it exactly how you want it. And uh, I was skeptical at first about how they would fly uh, doing it this way. But I can tell you that I put I put three on, um, and then with three that were regularly fletched with blazer veins from the factory, uh, and these these stretch fletch from boning they they flew just as well, if not a little bit better. Uh, when you step back a few uh, a few yards to thirty thirty five yards, uh, they were hitting the bull more consistently than the regularly fletched arrows. So it made me a believer mighty fast. Right. And uh, and like you said, NAP's got a new one called Speed Fletch, which looks like it's a very similar design, except that that uh, compression sleeve has has the um, the NAP uh, twister veins on it rather than the boning blazer veins. Um, and you know the pricing on this stuff isn't too bad. I, I know most shops are charging, you know. Two fifty to three dollars per shaft for fletching, and that doesn't include necessarily the cost of the veins themselves. So, like this speed fletch, it's thirteen dollars per six. So you're looking at twenty six dollars per dozen to do it yourself at home versus maybe thirty six dollars per dozen at the pro shop. So, I guess the local pro shop owner maybe doesn't like this stuff too much, Drew, but it sure is convenient for the for the weekend warrior. Absolutely, and and they also, uh, as we were talking earlier about customizing the look of your rig, uh, you can match them too because these are available in uh, many different colors as well. Both NAP and Boning offer that, so just another way to uh, customize your own setup. Gotcha. Let's look at the broadhead side of things. Guys, obviously, uh, you know, I always say, uh, you know, like it's mind-boggling if we tried to somehow put together a compendium of of every broadhead that was available on the market i bet you we might have close to like a thousand you know that you could buy just on the market currently and that wouldn't even be considering you know every previous design that's ever been around so it's like everybody wants to build a better mousetrap but uh sometimes somebody actually does and we had a company last year drew called flying arrow that uh, put out a broadhead called the toxic that absolutely just turned a ton of heads with its unique design uh this past year and now for 2014 they're back with uh a redesigned original and two new models and every single one of them looks pretty cool to me yeah it's it, what they did was it, if you haven't heard yet the uh they designed a broadhead with a with a coring uh flight pattern uh for for just incredible wound channels and 
Um, you know, it's it's going to result in a, que- a clean, quick kill with how fast the you know the blood's going to hemorrhage out of there. It's pretty unbelievable. And um, like you said, they came up with two two new models for the year. And you know, it's it's funny because broadheads probably more than any other um, any other category in bow hunting. People have their favorites, and it's real hard to get them to go away from their favorites. They know what works. They know what has worked in the past. And when you come up with an idea like this, you know, it it would take. there's a lot of people like me out there who's, who are very, very stubborn and won't believe anything until they see it firsthand. And I think Flying Arrow's done a real good job here in their first year. Um, they had a good, successful first year, and now with the addition of two more heads, uh, it looks like the word's getting out, and they're getting a pretty solid fan base here. Yeah, and just, you know, that original Toxic, that's a six-bladed head, and like Drew said, it's got this coring design. You almost need to go online and see a picture of it, the way that it's got kind of three sets of two blades that curve in toward each other, and you shoot it through through an animal, and it's going to leave what uh, what the owner likes to call meat worms, you know. And uh, the new one, uh, one of the new ones is called the Cyclone. It's kind of the same idea as the original, except for having two blades at each of the three three spots around the head it's just got one so it's a three-bladed head as opposed to, to six but it's got that same curve so it's going to have a real ripping action when i look at that new cyclone think about shooting an animal with that i'm like man that just is going to be nasty uh i surely would not want to get shot with one of those babies um and then the, then that third one the tom bomb that kind of like looks like something i might have to take to the turkey woods this spring drew no doubt, no doubt. It's it's got a uh, very wide um, impact point, I guess you would call it. Yeah, I'm going to uh, look it up while you talk about it. Okay. All right. Yeah, and uh, of course, as as you said about turkeys, uh, turkeys have a real small kill zone. I mean, you got to hit them in the right place, and if you don't, they're going to get away from you. That's just how it is. And um, what, Christian, whenever you find that, it's a two and a half uh, cutting inch, diameter, two and a half inches. It's got three long curved blades, and it gives you a total cutting diameter of two and a half inches. It's a hundred and twenty-five grain head, and obviously, you know, it's it's kind of a, one of those hybrid turkey heads because that big cutting diameter is one of those deals where you can try to go for the neck shot and get a slice on there and take them down right away. But if you happen to miss and and catch some body you know, that's a lot of blade uh, on your side. I believe that's a 125 grain head too there. Yep. So that's going to, that's going to pack a punch uh, when you, when you hit a turkey. And even if, like you said, even if you uh, don't hit exactly where you're looking for in that small kill zone that these birds have, um, it may be enough to bring them down. The last thing I want to touch on, and I got to give a heads up on this is, uh, you know, everybody, everybody knows about rage broadheads and, uh, course rage that original rage design really set off a revolution in the whole mechanical broadhead category and and of course rage has been oh you know probably without question the number one selling broadhead in in bow hunting for probably the last like five eight years i I don't even know now how long that's been around but they have got an all-new three-blade design that looks like uh I don't know. It looks like something right out of a RoboCop movie, Drew. What do, what do you think? Yeah. It, it, it does it. And you know what? We were just talking about um, the coring uh, 
touring flight pattern that the flying arrow has and i think this one's going to have uh, a very very similar uh flight pattern with with what it looks like but it it too straight out of a robot might be the best i've heard it described yet because when the when these blades open up they, they it almost looks like they have parts and pieces all over the place and I, I really think it's going to work out well for them. Uh, but like, like you said, everything, everything Rage has done over the past couple of years has worked out for them. So this shouldn't be much different. Yeah, and it's another one of those products where I hesitate to say too much more because you know, all we've had is these. We've got a couple pictures to look at, and I can't wait to get down to Nashville because I got to get one of these things in my hand and actually watch how it deploys and really understand how it works. But I'd be surprised if at some point in 2014 I didn't have that thing screwed onto the end of an arrow when it starts flying towards a critter because uh, I want to see what that does to <laughs> does to to my target, you know. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's move on to the next category: uh, bow accessories. So we're talking sights, rests, quivers, strings, all that good stuff. And once again, Mr. Pelman, you were you were sort of our uh, man on the job here for bow accessories. What kind of caught your eye as you were going through this big category? Well, here's the deal this year with bow accessories. Uh, I, I kind of felt that the last couple of years, we've really had a number of new, new, innovative, hasn't really been seen before items um, when it has come to this section. Uh, just off the top of my head, you had... Uh, Bears Trophy Ridge site that uh, you set the twenty yard pin, it would set the rest and the react, and, the, react or, or, the react. I'm sorry, and uh, you know stuff, just stuff like that that we just haven't seen before. This year it was a little bit different. There's a lot of good product in here, but I don't believe it's quite as innovative as we've had in years past. That, that the innovation has switched to the other sections this year. But there's still some really cool things in here, some great releases, uh, True Ball, True Fire, Scott, you know, the leading manufacturers, they still have some of the some of the real top-of-the-line releases out there for no matter if you want to shoot uh, with, with your thumb or if you still prefer the wrist strap like I do. Christian, I know you, you're real into the thumb releases. Um, yeah, Archer just, Extreme. That's, that's just because you didn't get target panic yet. <laughs> well, that'll happen too at some point. I I, I fear. But like I said, Archer Archer Extreme um, has teamed up with Arizona Archery to uh, create the Titanium Recon um, Arrow Rest, and I think I think that's actually one of the one of the cooler products uh, in bow accessories this year, and I think that'll do real well. And well, that, that'll be one stop I have to make down in Nashville for sure. That's a drop away rest. I'll tell you another one that I think is going to do real well is, um, you know, Trophy Taker has had a real winner the last couple of years with the their SmackDown uh, drop away rest series, and they've got a they've did a cosmetic overhaul on the SmackDown Pro this year that uh, it's got a new a uh, little more precision and the windage and elevation adjustments, and I think that's going to do really well. But they've also got another uh, new brand new model called the XFC and it looks a lot like the SmackDown and I think it's incorporating you know that 
same full capture housing that they've been using, which really is nice. It's got uh, it's got the rubberized uh, damper below the launcher arm, and and it's got pretty much everything you're looking for. And uh, that XFC model is only going to be an an eighty nine dollars uh, arrow rest. I think that's going to do really well for them because um, it looks like you're getting pretty much. Uh, most everything you've been getting with that SmackDown for, uh, you know, a considerable cost savings over over what they had. Um, what else are you seeing in the bow accessory category, Drew, that you thought, uh, any particular other products that you wanted to give a shout out there? You know, I did I did think that some of the Quiver stuff was uh, was pretty, uh, pretty neat this year. Um, you, you're always looking for... Uh, you know, a uh, uh, workable quiver that is light, that's going to balance you if you choose to keep the quiver on your bow while you're shooting. And we have a couple of those this year. Um, we know Matthews has come out with a quiver. Well, PSC's line of accessories grows every year, and they've come out with a couple of nice quivers. Hoyt with Fuse has come out with some nice quivers. So if, it, if there is one uh, particular accessory, that I would say seems to be really concentrated on this year, it is the quivers. We have a lot of the big companies this year that have put a lot of time into their quivers, and I, I think they'll get good res- good results from that. Yeah, it used to be that a quiver was almost kind of like an afterthought. You know, you had everything else. Yeah, it was just up. a quiver. It was just something to carry your arrows. And now uh, a lot more guys um, – or shooting with their quiver on, you know, keeping the quiver on the bow and companies are paying attention to quivers that, you know, are balanced properly and are light and, and, uh, and are quiet. Uh, so yeah, lots of great stuff there, Drew. Let's move on. Tree stands and blinds is up next. And, uh, that was one that I kind of spearheaded and, um, I tell you what, they're, uh, there's some really neat stuff in the area of tree stand safety. And if you'll allow me, uh, Mr. Pellman and, and uh, listeners out there to get on my soapbox for just a moment. if Listen, if you are out there and you're one of those hunters, and I know there's a lot of you that are still bow hunting without a harness and going into tree stands, please make sure that the 2014 season doesn't get here until you get yourself a full body harness there's so many great products out there now and uh you know one of the very best and i say this because uh it's super convenient and uh it's something that you probably want anyway is the new uh spider web series from scent blocker um robinson outdoor products uh you know they've been doing really well with this scent blocker uh, and they've got the new Trinity scent control technology. They've gone away from from carbon completely. Uh, this new Trinity is a is a engineered polymer resin that's applied to the fabrics, and it completely um, is able to adsorb your your human odors. And what they've done is they've taken their scent control garments and their tree spider harnesses, and they've combined them into one unit into this new spider web series. And so. You know, you can get a scent control uh, hunting bib with a tree stand harness built right into it. You don't even have to worry about your harness anymore. I had one of the the very first uh, models they provided to me for this past hunting season, Drew, and 
I used it all fall because I'm as lazy as the next guy. And I understand, you know, guys don't want to fumble around with the straps and they don't want to have to worry about forgetting their harness. But you're not going to forget your pants, Drew, when you go hunting. <laughs> so, I mean, I had those things in my in my gear bag. And when I'd get to my hunting spots every morning and I got out of the truck to change, I put my bibs on and I was ready to go. You know, I've got my tether right on the back of my bibs and, and I can hook in when I get in the tree. So it's a pretty cool product. Yeah, it really is. No extra uh, added inconvenience either. Just hook in. You're safe. It's easy. What's not to love? And one other thing from Scent Blocker um, that I think is really neat. Talk about high tech. Everything's going so high tech in the hunting world. And, you know, how many of us go into the tree without a smartphone anymore? I, I've got my smartphone in my pocket i've got my iphone and you've got your android phone and we've got them in the tree all the time right drew <laughs> no doubt about it um the, robinson come out with this new product called the i hunt fall call and what it is it's a little fob almost like a key fob if you will just a little circular uh sensor that you actually attach between your carabiner like right where your carabiner attaches to your tree strap. And then that little fob has Bluetooth technology and it communicates with your phone and the free fall call app that goes onto your, your smartphone. And if you would happen to be, um, you know, hunting and you'd fall while you were hunting, that little fob signals to your phone that you fell and even if you can't reach your phone or if you would be unconscious for some reason the phone is automatically going to contact family and friends as well as 911 uh if if it can't reach anyone else to come to help you so how cool is that drew yeah it's it's really uh something that'll take off if if people let it you know, that's just another another one of the mindsets of it could never happen to me that we really have to get out of the the bow hunting industry because it can happen to you, and hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully you never have to deal with it, but it's better to have it in your pocket just in case you do, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's that's a $100 item. It's a $99 item um, that if it saves your life, that's the best $100 you'll ever spend. You know, yeah, well worth it. And for all those wives out there, you know, I know some of the guys listening or maybe some of the gals uh, have spouses, right, who worry about us when we go out into the woods. Or, hey, what a great, you know, birthday gift, Christmas gift, something like that is, you know. And again, that's not a complicated deal. You set that app up and you just hook that little fob up when you hook into your harness, man. Perfect. Uh, really cool. I'm going to definitely stop by the scent blocker booth and you know, learn a little bit more about how that deal works. On the tree stand side of things, um, you know, there's some neat stuff. Tree stands like bows, you know, they they keep getting lighter. They keep offering you more comfortable seats, better platforms. Probably the one of the coolest stands is from a, a just a small company that I had never even heard of called ArborCon. Um, They've got a brand new stand called the Tree Ops 360. And this thing is a hang-on stand that has a swivel arm and a swivel seat. So the swivel arm basically 
stretches out from where the bracket attaches to the tree trunk a couple feet out away from the tree and then on top of that is the seat that you sit in and that swivels too so when you can imagine as you're up in the tree you can use your your feet and your hands to to literally swivel yourself all the way back and forth around the tree trunk to get any shooting angle that you want and then you can swivel in your chair there's going to be virtually no possible shot out of that stand that you can't make so when you have that big buck that shows up from an unexpected direction how cool like how many times have you been in a tree drew and just wish like man i wish i could shoot behind the tree or i wish i could get to that you know that hole over there where he's going and and like man talk about building a better mousetrap boy it solves a lot of problems doesn't it i know we've all been in that situation where you just don't know how you can find a way to get an arrow off and sometimes you manage to get one off, but it doesn't go where you want it to go because you just can't get in the right position. Well, that, this takes it completely out of play, uh, takes a problem away that we've been dealing with for a long, long time. So uh, just a, just another innovative product and one that really jumped out and jumped out at us as we were going through uh, this particular section. Absolutely. You know, I, I missed a big buck in Pennsylvania last year because he ended up coming coming around the other side of my tree and I, I was leaning and my arm was against the tree and it just was bad, you know, and I probably panicked because it was bad, you know, and man, I wish I had one of those stands. So that's, that's another booth on my short list for, for ATA, Drew. Let's, uh, let's move on. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Uh, attractants, calls, and decoys, Mr. Pellman. Um, I'll tell you what, for me, just for the cool factor, I mean, and we're talking calls, deer feed, food plot seed, uh, odor elimination spray, attractant scents. There's a new item that the folks um, from Synergy Outdoors, uh, their Evolved Habitats brand, uh, have come out with for 2014 called Dirt Bag. And uh, what it is, it's, it's a molasses attractant that's granulated or powdered if you will to look looks like dirt but what they're saying is that they've got a special stuff called glow coat ultraviolet enhanced visual uh, attractant that they put on this dirt bag and they coat the attractant and they, they said that you know we can't see it as humans but to deer, this stuff actually emits a visible ultraviolet glow that the deer can see from a long ways off. So that when a deer is walking through the woods and let's say, you know, he doesn't have the right wind to smell this stuff, he can actually see it and he's going to come over and check this thing out. And they said that they've done studies on this and they've seen that the products that they coat with this glow coat get visited more quickly and more frequently than versus the same product that doesn't have the glow treatment. What do you think about that, Pelman? Well, I think what's really interesting about it is that it, it, it sparks the curiosity of the deer rather than the fear of the deer. And that, I'm sure that went along with their testing. Uh, if I, 
you know, my original thought process was, was, boy, if I was a deer and I saw something glowing, I think I'd hightail it the other way. But clearly that's not the case here. Uh, they're going over and uh, checking it out and coming back time and time again. So uh, it, <laughs> it's a uh, one of those products that you just read it once and you go, there's no way. And then you read it again and go, that's really cool. <laughs> so that's Dirt Bag from Evolved Habitats and uh... – I don't know, man. I gotta give that a try. Now, a lot of the places I hunt, it's not legal to to hunt over it, but I can use it uh, during the the spring and the summer with my trail cameras. And I'm gonna do my own little my own little test. You know, don't don't you want to try that, Drew? Get 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 a couple bags of that and get a get a couple bags of something else, and and just just see how quick they get on it and and how much they come to it. It's pretty cool. Sounds like a good spot for a trail camera, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. What else in the attractants, calls, and decoys section? You you saw some things from Tinks that you thought were pretty neat. Yeah, that's one I was going to bring up. Uh, the the Tink 69 Doe and Rut Bucklore, uh, everybody knows about it. Most people have used it. But now I they came out with the, this no-freeze formula. Uh, when the temperature drops below 32 degrees, uh, this new uh, no-freeze formula will keep the doe and rut buck lure from freezing it'll stay in the liquid form uh so so the lure remains effective and effective for the majority of the day keep attracting the uh those bucks that you're uh looking for that are active searching for does it'll keep bringing them in and i often thought of that if is is this really doing what it's supposed to be doing when the temperature drops that low well, now, according to uh, Tinks, they found the solution with this uh, no-freeze formula to keep bringing the bucks in, no matter how cold it is, and uh, just another uh, little little bit of uh, something to add to your confidence out there and uh, know that you're doing the best that you can to bring them in. Yeah, and I know in the past, Drew, um, there's been all sorts of solutions, you know, for that sort of thing, like even battery-operated scent warmers and things like that. Um, right. So this is just another way, and you know, maybe with to to accomplish that without having to deal with another piece of equipment or worrying about you know batteries running out and that sort of thing, just to get better scent dispersal in in cold hunting conditions. Last thing I wanted to mention from this category, and this is kind of just a shout out to, uh, I guess, Duck Dynasty Mania, which is seems to have america in full grips i don't know if how many people out there shop at walmart but my goodness i think the robinson family has taken over at least like 30 percent of the aisles in that store you can't go through anywhere without seeing a duck dynasty t-shirt or a flag or a christmas ornament or what and my wife and kids made me sit down on the couch last night and watch the duck dynasty christmas special so i can't get away from these guys and now uncle Cy has a brand new series of Cy robinson turkey calls from flex tone so if you're a duck dynasty fan and you want to slay them like Cy, uh, you can get you can get the whole line he's got uh, i think he's got friction calls and mouth calls and box calls and you name it so for the low, low price of $7.99 all the way up to twenty nine ninety nine, you can get your, your choice of Cy Roberts and turkey calls from Flextone. So I know, Drew, you're going to be running out and getting those for first thing, right? Yeah, but there's no guarantee you'll look as good as him, though, doing it either. Well, nobody looks as good as Uncle Cy now, do they? <laughs> <laughs> hard to beat. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. you got to hand it to the man. He is a stud. 
<laughs> Field wear and packs, Mr. Pellman. Moving right along to an important category for the bow hunter. What is going on in the world of bow hunting apparel for 2014? The field wear and packs is, as you know, my favorite section to do every year. Uh, talking to a lot of these companies, uh, they're filled with great people and great uh, products every single year. And right now, right off the top of the bat, we still have a uh, little little duel on our hands between uh, Robinson Outdoors Trinity Technology, their trademark, and uh, the carbon alloy technology from Scentlock. Um, each have come out with... Uh, New new garments uh, with their own preferred and uh, patented uh, scent control technology. And which one's better, that's hard to say. But I'm, I'll tell you what, I've worn both of them before. They both worked well. They're both comfortable. And uh, the battle is alive and well, that's for sure, between Robinson, Scentlock, and then uh, several other um, several other. Uh, camo producing brands that are trying to get an edge on everybody else christian yeah absolutely and so so in addition to your various scent control technologies obviously you know when it comes to scent blocker and scent lock you can go pretty much run the gamut in terms of uh camo patterns um the amount of uh, insulation that you have wind blocking capabilities waterproof capabilities etc etc and as you said um you know, two well-established companies that make really top-notch, high-quality outfits. And uh, so regardless of where and when you're hunting, they've probably got something in their line to, to meet your need for, for those conditions, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then one of the other uh, one of the other fads that I saw this year, are we have a couple products here that have been in, in the line for a couple years. Uh, but they're back, and they've been upgraded. Uh, the first of which is the 2200 uh, Badlands pack. It was the first pack to bear the Badlands name uh, more than 20 years ago. That has withstood the test of time, and now it's back. Um, it's a little bit lighter uh, with a third strap, and uh, pockets have been reconfigured for much easier loading, better organization, and, uh, you know, it's a... It's a big deal to them because it's probably their best pack out there as far as uh, duration, you know, and it's now it's back again, and they think they've done it better than ever. Um, other companies have done the same thing. Danner has brought their uh, pronghorn hunting boot back to life, gave it a facelift, and it's back again uh, for 2014. And Sitka Gear with their uh, 90% uh, jacket and pants, that's been in the line for a couple of years and it's back again with some upgrades so a lot of companies coming back with some of their uh, favorites from over the years and uh given some given some upgrades and hey maybe uh maybe they'll go another five ten years absolutely absolutely and 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 you know there's some cool stuff in in bow hunting footwear going on too i mean you mentioned the danner boots but uh, you know another company that kind of caught my eye and I can't remember now, Drew, if they were brand new. Were they brand new here in 2013, or or was it 2012 when they first hit the scene? But it, that's Bushnell Footwear. Do you remember? Is this their second or third year? I believe this is, uh, I think this will be their second full-time year. 
they did I, they did come into play at least the beginning stages of that in 2012. So I think I think this will be their second full year. But they've got several new models this year, and we've got we've got a couple of them uh, written up in the 2014 new gear guide. Um, but there was uh, that one in particular, Drew. The name of it is drawing a blank on me right now. Um, but you know the one I'm talking about? It was really designed kind of with the bow hunter in mind. Um, I, I've got it here, actually. I'm looking it up. Uh, it's called the Excursion. And it looks like a pretty pretty cool hunting boot. Um, it's it's not a real cold weather boot. Again, with bow season in mind, it's it's got 400 gram Thensolate Ultra. But uh, they're waterproof, uh, breathable. It's got a an antimicrobial lining too to keep your your uh, foot odors down. So uh, it looks it just looks cool, you know. It, it looks like it's got good ankle support, and you know, a company like that, it, it's just kind of neat to see them, uh, you know, come from nowhere and and to be making good product uh, with bow hunters in mind. Yeah, and the other one is going to be the Avalanche, uh, the other one that we have in here. That's, uh, that's a boot that's going to weigh in at less than 4 pounds. It has 10-inch uppers and 600-gram uh, insulate Ultra insulation. So uh, they've got a little bit of a, of a variety going on here that um, is sure to fit everybody's needs here which, with wherever uh, where they choose to do their hunting. Gotcha. Man, it's hard to believe your time is flying by. We're getting close to an hour here. We've got two sections to touch on yet let's run through real quick next one on the list optics and scouting gear so we got binos spotting scopes uh, range finders trail cameras what caught your or struck your fancy in this category drew well the the uh, trail camera phenomenon is continuing at a higher pace than ever i mean we've got companies across the board that are improving their cameras, uh, getting the best pictures possible. Now you got video, and we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, wireless. Uh, so you don't even have to go to the tree to check your camera anymore. It uploads straight to your computer. That, but the trail camera phenomenal phenomenon is just unbelievable right now. Um, more and more people every year are uh, watching patterns, trying to find out where their herd is, and using that to uh, get get a good scouting start start to the fall, and uh, this this light crossbows isn't going to slow down anytime soon. I don't believe there's more and more technology every single year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just a couple of the highlights along those lines. Um, you know, a lot of you uh, may be familiar with the Moultrie Panoramic 150. That's a camera that actually came out here for this year, 2013. Um, pretty cool it's got three different motion sensors um each of which has a 50 degree angle field of view so there's one like right in the front of the camera and then there's uh additional sensors left and right and and so in tandem with that the actual lens and flash units are on a motor driven um guide and and so when the camera detects motion in any one of those three zones the the flash and and lens unit will actually move into that zone and snap the picture and so then you can set that to either make panoramic photos it'll so you can take a panoramic photo of all three zones every time or you can just set it to take individual photos within individual zones um it's really neat i actually tested one 
this year. It worked really well. I was a little bit concerned that the slight noise that it makes when it moves would spook the deer, but I didn't actually find that to be the case in my testing, so I was pleasantly surprised there. And um, they've come back for 2014 with a with a 70 foot no glow um, model, so it's completely black, totally invisible infrared flash, and um, I think that's going to be a real winner because um, it was a good camera already, and now I think it's going to it's going to have everything you need, you know, everything you'd ever want almost in a trail camera. Um, I guess with the exception of wireless technology, Drew, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it started really with uh, with SpyPoint, I believe, a couple of years ago, and getting uh, getting all the photos from from the uh, camera to your computer screen without even having to walk out there. And you know what else it, it's good for? And uh, people are seeming seemingly using this more and more often is uh, getting these wireless signals to catch uh, trespassers and poachers. Uh, you see a, see a lot more of that going on where from your own computer screen at home you can follow uh, a trespasser. You don't have to go out there and confront them. You can go straight to the authorities. So, I mean, who would have ever thought it, Christian, that you could sit at home and have the ability to do that by using wireless to access your trail cameras? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, in today's Facebook world, I mean, we just see that constantly because um, – you know, like how many of your hunting buddies, like leading up to the season and even during the season, are posting these pictures every day? It's like, oh, you know, look what just popped into my phone. Is these are the bucks that were by my stand, you know, this morning or yesterday afternoon, and you just get almost like real time scouting information. It's crazy, and uh, it's definitely entertaining. Um, uh, you know, it's just like you said, who would have thought that this is where we'd be? But, you know, I see new models this year from Minox and Covert um, and some others that have this wireless capabilities built in so you can get monthly subscription plans for your cameras. And uh, you don't even have to go out there, you know, until the batteries die. And some of these deals even even have solar chargers you can hook up to them and, you know, hardly ever have to go out there. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we're welcoming in a couple uh, new players to the mix. For instance, uh, uh, Browning has joined the uh, trail camera age. This year they have the uh, new Strike Force and Dark Ops trail cameras, and uh, they're not a, they're not a new company to uh, to the uh, scouting scene here, but they are. Uh, they've really upped their emphasis this year. Uh, the, these two, the Strike Force and the Dark Ops, are the smallest ones they've ever made for sure. Yeah, and the other nice thing is, you know, not all these cameras are super pricey either. I mean, yeah, you can still find your four or $500 trail cameras, but I'm seeing a lot of great cameras nowadays in like the the 99 to $130 range. So, um, you, especially for those of us who like to run more than one camera, you know, maybe we have two or three different properties where we have permission to hunt. It's great to be able to get several scouting cameras and not have to, you know, have a, a extra savings account to pay for them. Drew, last section that we have uh, is called useful tools. And for those who aren't familiar with our annual new gear guide, that's basically kind of a catch-all category. It's sort of like everything that didn't clearly fit into one of the other eight categories goes into useful tools but there are some very archery specific products that that 
are fit there from uh, things like targets uh, to, to knives and that sort of thing. Drew, you handle useful tools every year, and I know you always get some really interesting things. Really quick, tell me a couple highlights from this year's useful tools category. Well, like you said, there's a couple of them every year that stick out, and the first one is the, um, it's a new um, arrow broadhead sharpener, excuse me, a broadhead sharpener from Spothog. Uh, we know Spothog from their bulletproof sights and everything like that, but this is, a, this is uh, branching out a little bit for the company, uh, uh, featuring two sharpening stones that are micro-adjustable for precision and accuracy. Um, Real easy to sharpen. Um, it's going to put you back about 185 bucks, but it's really going to be worth it. We know broadheads are so important to making a, a good, clean, ethical kill. And we also know that some of these broadheads, once you get them out of the packs, they aren't as sharp as you think they are new. So it's always a good idea to check that, check each broadhead for sharpness. And this uh, new uh, sharpening stone from Spot Hog is really going to help that. Um, you, you didn't mention uh, what the name of it. That's the best part of that thing. That's called the Bloody Buddy. Yeah, the Bloody Buddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got to have a Bloody Buddy. I mean, when you're going bow Everybody hunting, needs a Bloody Buddy. Everybody needs a Bloody Buddy from Spot Hog. I mean, that's just something you want to say 10 times fast. Bloody Buddy, Bloody Buddy, Bloody Buddy, Bloody Buddy, Bloody Buddy. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can't yeah. do it. <laughs> no, it, it's... It's, it's, um, it's kind of the mother of you know, all broadhead, broadhead sharpeners. Yeah, and, and coming from such a such a mainstay like Spot Hog uh, to branch out and join that, it's uh, it's it's nice to see that they've been able, they were able to do that and uh, come up with a pretty creative name at that, huh? I like it, the Bloody Buddy. <laughs> then of course you have your targets from uh, from Field Logic with with Block, a uh, new Block target this year. Reinhardt has come out with uh, with a Booner Buck. Uh, for your for all your uh, target practice needs, and uh, also uh, one of their one of their cubes that are so well liked and popular with their so self healing foam. So a lot of good stuff there on the target side from Block and and Reinhardt Morell has come out with a couple different targets that are fun for the whole family, featuring um, featuring golf and baseball on the same target. Just flip it over, play different games with the family, family gatherings. You know, get your uh, get your target practice in and have fun at all the same time. Yeah, I'll tell you one other product that caught my eye from this section is um, it's a brand new action camera series from Garmin. Uh, Garmin's come out with uh, sort of its answer to the to the GoPro. Um, it's called the Verb, and uh, they've got a Verb and a Verb Elite. But it's uh, the neat thing is they've got built-in uh, GPS accelerometer, altimeter, and Wi-Fi, and they've got 1.4-inch uh, screens and all kinds of mounts. So, you know, more and more of us are getting into, like, self-filming our hunts and capturing different angles of our of our experience in the outdoors. And uh, lots of guys I know have been playing around with the GoPros, and it looks like this Verb uh, camera series from Garmin is... Uh, going to give the GoPro a run for its money in this segment, and uh, that looked pretty neat. Yeah, it really does. And the the last one here that I that I thought really um, fits a need or fills a need with within our industry is um, 
from Trimble Outdoors. It's it's in a, it's a SD card that shows property uh, boundaries and available for 39 states right now. I've tested that out for for the Pennsylvania boundaries. It shows you the landowners. It shows, like I said, it shows you boundaries, and that'll be coming. That's available on the Android right now. Uh, in 2014, uh, iPhone users will be able to enjoy the same thing. Yeah, that was really cool. I was looking at that here at the office with Drew one day on his phone, and I was kind of bummed because I have an iPhone, and he's got an Android, and so he's got it, and I can't get it quite yet. And I was like, man, to have something like that when you're out scouting and setting stands, because you literally see those property boundaries on your screen, and so now, like, I never have to worry anymore, you know, am I setting my stand on the right side of the of the boundary or... Um, you know, if you're out in the field hunting, you know, and you run into another guy who maybe isn't supposed to be there and you have a dispute over whether he's on the right property, how great is that to be able to pull that thing out of your phone and be like, well, look, buddy, you know, here's, here's our property, here's your property. And it's just eliminates a lot of confusion. So I think that's a great little tool. Yeah. And if, if I didn't explain that real good, uh, all, all you really have to do is download the Trimble GPS hunting app um, to your Android device and which in 2014. Free. Yeah, which is free. And insert the provided uh, Topo Map 16 gigabyte micro SD card. You have it right there. It'll take just a couple minutes to sync up, and you're well on your way. It's uh, one of the most practical products in this year's gear guide, I believe. Cool. Well, Drew, you know, that is, gosh, I hate to say anything that takes a little over an hour is quick, but that is our, <laughs> that is our quick overview of the Peterson's Bowhunting 2014 New Gear Guide. And, you know, you'll have to forgive us for taking so long. The fact of the matter is, as we mentioned at the beginning, we have got well over 300 products uh, in this issue. It is absolutely packed from A to Z with all the new bow hunting stuff for the new year. And I mean, we could spend a, a week uh, talking about this stuff, Drew. And, and unfortunately we just don't have that kind of time. We do that anyway. We just don't do it on the air. <laughs> That's right. Well, we spend most of the days talking. Well, at least we have for the past couple months. This is a big project <laughs> for us, but, but, um, one other thing before we let the folks go, Drew is, um, in addition to be looking for this issue, uh, in mailboxes and on newsstands, you want to make sure to visit our website at www.bowhuntingmag.com because we're going to have live, semi-live coverage every day of the archery trade show, which is going to be held uh, January 6th, 7th, and 8th down in Nashville, Tennessee. So we're going to have daily uh, product galleries, uh, new product videos. We're going to be out there on the ATA show floor uh Anything that comes up, any products that we might have missed, uh, we're going to make sure to have it for you there on the website, Drew. So uh, they'll be wanting to be sure to, to get on bowhuntingmag.com and see what we're up to. No doubt it's always a good time. And like we said at the opening here, it's just at this point we just can't wait to get down and get a hands-on view of all these products. Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, I guess normally this would be the point where I'd thank my guests for joining me, but... We're both getting paid to be here, so I guess no extra credit for either of us. But thanks to all the listeners who joined us, and we hope you enjoyed hearing about some of the new uh, items that you could put to use in the field this year. And uh, Give us your feedback when you get that new gear guide. We wish you all the best of luck. 
Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new ultra-micro-diameter injection arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.